Good morning, Oregon. It's Friday, June 18th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Dozens of Portland police officers, sergeants, and detectives on Wednesday night resigned from a special unit that for years has responded to protests, an unprecedented action that came one day after one of their own was indicted on assault charges. The Department of Justice is also investigating a second member of the so-called rapid response team. The assault charge stems from alleged excessive force at a protest last August. The 50 or so officers voted to disband their team, but they are still on the police Force. They told Chief Chuck Lavelle they were resigning because of a perceived lack of support from City Hall and the District Attorney's Office. The dismantling of the rapid response team comes as the police bureau is struggling with an exodus of officers resigning from the force because of lack of morale and complaints about support from City Council. It also comes amid a spiraling number of shootings and homicides. Oregon is embroiled in a potentially damaging international crisis after a man escaped from a prison work crew earlier this year and allegedly brutally beat two Japanese citizens with a stick. The Japanese government sent a blistering letter to Oregon Governor Kate Brown April 30th, two weeks after the alleged attack. The Oregonian received the letter through a public records request. A 36-year-old man reportedly walked away from a prison work crew at Gales Creek Campground in Washington. County and attacked the two women, leaving both with critical injuries. Japanese leaders said the security breakdown was shocking and they couldn't believe people in custody could, quote, easily escape and harm the general public. Oregon and Japan have for decades had close economic ties. About 9,000 Japanese nationals live in Oregon. Governor Brown's staff said they were deeply saddened and are reviewing the incident. Three members of Oregon's congressional delegation sent a letter to Governor Brown late Wednesday pledging federal funds for a controversial freeway project through Portland if the state commits to build caps over the freeway. Senators Ron Wyden and Jeff Merkley sent a letter along with Congressman Earl Blumenauer saying the current iteration of the more than $700 million project is inadequate, but they believe the potential exists for a, quote, truly transformational project. The politician said it was critical to give power back to the Albina neighborhood, the once-black neighborhood that was destroyed when Interstate 5 was built through what is now the Rose Quarter area. Wyden, Merkley, and Blumenauer said they would, quote, fight to secure additional funds to help deliver racial justice if the state includes building caps over the freeway that can support buildings. The U.S. track and field Olympic trials are in Eugene for the fourth consecutive time, but the event starting Friday will be significantly different. It's by far the most significant meet to occur at the completely new Hayward Field, which was renovated to the tune of some $270 million, which was funded largely by Nike co-founder and U of O alum Phil Knights. Hayward Field was scheduled to host the trials in 2020. Rising vaccinations and dropping infection rates in Oregon mean approximately 9,000 fans will be allowed inside the 12,650-seat stadium. Overseas spectators are banned from the Olympics this year, marking the first time since 1896 that the whole world won't be invited to attend. The Tokyo Olympics are scheduled to start July 23rd. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support. 